All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of For the People podcast. I'm Sims. And I'm Saeed, and we are For the People. Um, today's going to be another great episode. I got one of my good brothers here on the episode, uh, Qu- Quavon, also known as Queasy. So I'm going to let him introduce himself, man, and really we'll talk about more for what this episode is going to entail. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I'm just, you know, here with my brothers, man. Um, so just, so talk to us, like, you know, what you do, who you are, Quavon, where you grew up from. Just give us a quick, quick little biography of who you are, man, the folks that don't know you. Yeah, I'm from... Um, I'm from, I was born in Jacksonville, but I was pretty much Jacksonville, Florida, but I was pretty much raised here. So I claim on Columbus, Ohio, you know what I mean? Because I was pretty much raised here since I was seven. My father's from there. My mother's from here. Yeah, um, I got family in Chicago as well. But that's where my grandmother's side of family is from. So yeah, I kind of got family, you know, dipping and dabbling everywhere, but mainly from here. Um, okay. Um, I'm into music, man, but I really, my, my real passion really is fashion. Fashion, you know? okay. I really love fashion. I love the art, but I'm really just an all-around artist, honestly. Like I just love the art. I see art in a lot of stuff. I'm a visionary, so I see art in a lot of things. You know, I like I'm that. I direct. You know, um, I write. Um, yeah, man. I'm just. I'm, he does it all. Jack of all trades, not yeah. Jack of all yeah, trades. Yeah, but you know, it's a, it's important though to put your, your attention towards one though, until you know you can feed all of them. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But yeah, I just try to, you know, get into the music and just try to put all my, my life experiences into the music. Gotcha. You got know, you. my music is just based off just honestly life experiences. That's Definitely. it. Definitely. Well, yeah, thank you so love. much, you know, for taking the time to be on a podcast today. So we're going to yeah. dive right into the topic. So straight uh, to the point. Straight to the point. Exactly. <laughs> so just growing up uh, in, a, in, a, in an African home, in, in a foreign home, uh, we, we as kids, uh, we usually deal with our our parents telling us not to be like e uh let's say uh african americans or uh or in our term akata now akata is not a derogatory term you know depending on on how you use it right you know so this episode is mainly going to talk about how uh africans would just you know perceive others who are not African. So, so I right. right into it. Black American. Black yeah, American. Yeah. So, so today, man, we just, we're going to talk about, like you said, how um, Africans, how we perceive others. So the reason why I brought my my brother here, Quavon, um, is because, you know, Quavon is definitely, he's different in a good way. Quavon, yep. Queasy, uh, ever since I've known him, he's been his own person. You know, he's going to go by the motor of his own music, meaning like he's going to do what he, what makes him happy. And, and that's that, you know. You know, from outward appearances, you know, Quavon, he got dreads, he's a taller cat, you know, he may have face tats, whatever. So as, you know, we're, you know, having discussion, we're like, man, like, how are you perceived as other people that may not know you? Because, you know, if, if you don't know Quavon, you may be like, oh, man, I don't know if I want to be around that kind of guy, because that's just how Africans, just how people are in general. Yeah. So me knowing Quavon, I'm knowing Quavon's a loving dude, wholehearted dude. Um, he's a guy that, you know, if you need help and he can help you, he'll generally stop what he's doing to help you. That's you know what I'm saying? So, like, how do we stop this, um, what Judgment. do I say? Judgmental. This, this judgmental from outward appearances. And I want to, you know, brought quick Queasy on here to also talk about his interactions, like, with people that just because, you know, he may drive a nice car, he got all this, like, bro, what do you do? You know, I feel like you get that question all the time, so... Quavon, I just want you to go ahead and dive in for me. Yeah, long story short, or I can just 
let it rip. Man, just let it rip, man. <laughs> it rip. So like, so, so if you meet somebody that you don't know and they do interact with you, like how is that interaction? Like, do you? Usually I meet, when I, usually when I'm going to somebody like I don't know, like it's usually, um, yeah, the tattoos definitely is the biggest one. They, like the tattoos and now, you know, the car. But um, the first thing they, they, they ask me is like, you know, dang, did that face that hurt? Or like, dang, what does it say? And what is it? But I don't really, I don't get like a fearful, I get like an interested, like I, people come up to me, like they want to know, like, who are you? You know what I mean? Like, what, yeah. what do you do? Cause you, you gotta like, be somebody big time. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. doing tattoos on your face. And honestly, the main, the main thing that really made me started like doing like tattoo face and just really not caring was like, it was, it was a long time ago. Y'all don't believe this money, but it was like, I was like, before I got all this, I was watching this commercial. It was a commercial, like a commercial ad on YouTube. And it was this doctor. And he was um, explaining how, you know, people judge him and like, I'm judged by this, I'm judged by that. But his work was amazing. Like he was a great doctor. And like, oh, like under his um, work gear, he had like nothing but mad tattoos. Mm. But nobody would never know that. But he just pretty much was like, people judge me on, on the outside, not knowing like this is the field I'm in. And like, right. so stuff like that. So, but he said, you know, I'm not gonna stop living my life and stop doing the things I, I wanna do, I love to do. Just because of you know other people's perspective, and I just I don't know, it's just that stuff with me throughout my life. I'm, Most definitely, I like that. I like that, and I just I was like, yeah, that's what I'm. I'm just going, you know, what I mean, because I'm one of, like you say, I'm one of the type of people. Man, I really don't care too much what people that I say about me. You, you know, only God honestly can judge me, man. Like, right? You know, you put too much attention towards that. But anyway, I'm swaying away from what we was talking about. But <laughs> you know, don't let me get too deep. But um, but pretty much people like, like I said, the most people would like want to know about the, the tattoos mainly are like, I get a lot of foreigners are very mm. interesting. Right. Because, you know, they come from, you know, a culture where it's, it's not accepted. They don't do that. Like, it's right. like a taboo in our community. Yeah, you know, nah, honestly. So it's know. like, man, how do you get around? How do you do this thing? Do you got a job or like, and I just, I, I just answer questions. I don't get offended. I'm not really one of those, I don't take too much to heart. But yeah, I just honestly just break it down. Just let them know like, yeah, you know, I, I still get a good job. You know, I still, you know, still talk to talk to people being able to talk to people like i'm not i'm not i don't know i just i guess once i talk they lighten up people lighten up mm. but i feel like at first you could tell like they people are iffy i get the iffy thing like they're like dang should i talk to them or not like yeah and, and, and like and don't get me wrong sometimes i like it like don't get me wrong i like it because <laughs> it's like i don't even want to talk to everybody anyway. nah so, for sure for sure <laughs> so i like it but i love when they you know that person takes that that yeah, because like it's that. like we're, we actually getting to know who you are outside of your outward, you know, appearances or, you know, external appearances. I think that's one of the biggest things. Like you said, it's a lot of foreigners and our culture um, is just so unheard of. Like I got my chest tatted, you know, and for the longest time when I had got a part of my chest tatted, I almost was trying to hide it from my mom because I'm like, Yo, like what my mom gonna say? Like, we don't do this. Like, this is different. Like, oh, he's going down the wrong path. And it's crazy how just because you get a tattoo, it's associated with you're going down the wrong path. Right. Yep. You know, it, it's so many things that people take the wrong way. Like, for the longest time, I know a lot of African dudes wouldn't get their ears pierced because when you get your ears pierced, it's it, it's another taboo in our community yeah. so it's one of the things in our community it's just like bro we got to stop this 
You know, you're, we're stopping people from their full potential, stopping to get genuinely get to know people for who they are because they may have a tattoo, because they may have earrings, or because they have dreads. And the thing is, too, the crazy thing is like, when I was getting like, like dyeing my hair or like getting tattoos, I wouldn't even think, I was, I was never, people would ask me, like when I got my face tat, the, the, um, the people at the tattoo spot would ask me like, um, like when I got it done, they're like, dang, what your mom gonna think? What your mom gonna think? My worries is not even my actual mom. My worries is my friend's mom. <laughs> like, yeah. a, a girl that I meet in the future, her parents, like, mm. like those, those was always my worries. Cause I'm like, I know my mom, my mom love me regardless. Like, she, yeah, she might tell me and like, make jokes like, boy, when you gonna stop getting tattoos? Like, she, my grandma say the same thing, but like, they like it, but it's just like, cause it has a meaning behind it. But it's like my worries be like coming from other people's family. Like, other dang, people, I don't want to be on my friends or my friends scared to show me to their parents because they like, dang, my yeah. mom, my mom might judge you, bro. Or my a girl I meet, she might be like, dang, I want to introduce you to my family. But you can't you tat it. So like, it's those be my, but I don't worry about it no more. So crazy, like, have you dealt with yeah, that? Yeah, I'm about to say, have, have you dealt with that? Have you dealt with that? Like coming from like, because I know like you have a lot of African friends. Yeah. Like, how did you deal with that? Like, yeah, me, like, I honestly. <laughs> <laughs> be honest with you, nah. Like every they, everybody's family, like that. I, that, I, that I know. I don't know. Maybe they saying something behind closed doors, mm -hmm. but on scene, like I, I, I get the energy. Like they parents, like just accepted because, like you know, too. Like I got friends, like like y'all, you know, and y'all explain to them the type of person I am. And then once they get to know me, they talk to me. They're like, oh, he's not what I thought he was. You know, one of them type of you know guys that have do be having tattoos on their face. Like he's not one of those. And plus, too, like my tattoos on my face don't come off as like, like I'm not. I don't have no gun on my head or saying <laughs> blood or yeah, teardrops. Yeah, like no all tear my stuff just, is artistic. Right. It's just they're tattoos. Yeah, right. But um, but I have good meanings behind it. So the most, yeah, I don't. I feel like I don't really get judged that much. I honestly can't even think of them. Even with police, honestly, mm. even with cops, like, like. You know, I got, you know, like I said, I just had a situation. I might as well explain this situation. I just had a recent situation. It was crazy. Um, I can spell it, explain it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, so I, I got in a quick, I'll make a long story short. I was um, on my way to my grandma's house. I had to go drop off her pants and stuff because she she wanted to go to sleep. So I'm rushing. I'm right. like, dang, I got to hurry up. So I'm rushing. I'm, I don't know how fast I was going. The cops said I was doing like 66 or whatever. So I was doing 66 and I think it was a, a 40. I was doing 66 and a 40. Okay. So, and the only reason why I, I was doing it, going that fast, because there was a car in front of me going slow. So I was like, man, I don't like, you know I me, mean? I hate slow cars like yeah. in front of me. So I was like, man, let me speed past. So I'll speed, speed past him. And I seen the cop coming, but I was like, he ain't gonna turn around, he ain't gonna turn around. As soon as I passed him, he made a whole U turn. So I, somebody told me in the past, like, if you stop your car, which is bull crap, if you stop your car, a cop, a cop can't pull you over. So I tried to hurry up and pull into the neighborhood, stop my car, and and hope that he ain't, he ain't turned his sirens on. He still turned his sirens on. So I'm like, dang, y'all know my car. I got that dark tint. Yeah. And this is the first time I ever, like, I got a dark tint on my car. And this is the first ever I ever, like, got pulled over right. in that car. So, um, you know, a lot of people ask me that, too. Like, do you get, you know, pulled, pulled over, over your tent? Right, right. Tent. But anyways, so he came up to my car and um, he knocked on my window. He rolled the window down. And he was like, um, you got your um, insurance and your license? I was like, yeah. He said, um, why was you doing 66 back then? I said, I was doing 66, playing dumb. I know I was going fast. I was right, like, right, right. I was like, going 66. Like, yeah, you were doing um, 66 and a 40. I, I, I got you um, whatever they call it, like, they, when they can pick it up. Yeah. He said, I clocked it or whatever. 
So um, I was like, I was like, oh man, my, my apology, man. I'm just trying to get to my grandma. So he um asked me, he asked me, he's like, um, can you grab your shorn? I said, yes, yeah, in there. He's like, you mind grabbing it? I said, what you said? I heard him, but I know I can't grab it because I got my gun in there. Mm. Yeah, so I was, I, so I had to think. Honestly, I was, I was honestly was giving him, I was giving myself time to think about thing. What I'm gonna say to this dude? Yeah. So I was like, you mind grabbing it? He's like, why can't you grab it? I was like, I got a gun in there. He's like, please, please put your um hands on on the stairwell. Like, so I put my hands on the stair, and I already knew in the back of my mind I could have. In the back of my mind, I could have been like, for what? I could have acted out. Yeah, but I always right, told right. myself in any situation. And don't get me wrong, I, I'm not trying to sound crazy or nothing. But I always, like a situation when people get killed by cops and shot by cops, I used to always say to myself, like, that wouldn't have happened if y'all just listened. Mm. Like, I feel like a lot of times in certain situations, like it could have been played way differently, right? Yeah, they yeah, always want to talk back. Saying. They always want to act tough. They always mm. want to, and like, it, it could have went left. So anyway, he told me to put my hand on the stairwell. Put my hand on the stairwell. He said, please step out the car. And he was roughing me up too. Yeah. He was roughing me up. He was like, but I'm allowing it. Cause I'm like, anything I say, like, look at me. Yeah. It goes back mm. to the looks. Like right. I got dreads. I, but I know like my, my record clean, I know everything. So I'm, my confidence is high. So I'm like, I'm about, I'm about to get out of this smooth. So he, you know, boom, he um, said, I got to put you in the backseat of the car. Two more cops come. Mm. It's a black cop and another white cop. Wow. He, he pulled up. He said, I got to put you. So he checked me. He checked my pockets. Boom. He put me in the backseat of the um, cop car. So I'm in the backseat of the cop car. Like, I don't know what they think they're about to find. All they going to find is a gun. So they, you know, found the gun, took the gun out the glove department, put it on top of my car. I'm sitting in the back of the cop car just watching them do all this. So the cop comes and said, you, you, do you have anything else in there? I said, nah, that's it. He said, um, this was the white cop, the second cop that came. He said, we're going to, um, we're going to, um, we're check gonna, your car. Yeah, check your car, see if you got anything else. And right. We're going to look and, um, we can't find your insurance. I said, it's my insurance in there. Trust me, it's in there. I said, and y'all can see when I bought that gun and y'all can see, um, the, cause I keep all my, my mom always told me keep everything. All your records. Yeah. yeah. So y'all can see when I bought the gun, y'all can see, I got my certificate cause I, I can go get my gun license. I just honestly haven't had the time. Been so busy, but I can go get it. It's just I haven't had. So I had the certificate still in there. So they seen all that. They seen my um. I had my insurance. So the cop came back. The cop that actually pulled me over. He came back down the car. He said, "All right, man." He said, "See, I can give you a felony right now." But he said, "I'm gonna give you a chance." He said, "If if we look up your record, and you have nothing on your record. You good?" So I was like, "All right." Wow. In, in my head, I'm like. I'm like, I'm about to pass this reply. Cause I know I'm I'm not one, I'm not, yeah. I'm not who they think I am. Yeah, I think they right, think right. we're about to find this nigga killed this dude. He, yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah. I think they think I'm about, yeah. they about to find that on my record, but I know they're not about to find that. So I'm sitting in the backseat, I'm like, all right, that's cool. So he's looking, he's looking. And me, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I got a sense of humor. So any serious moment, I like to try to break the ice. Yeah. So I just was like, y'all see that game? I watched them Buckeyes. And then they just instantly started laughing. They right. start laughing. <laughs> and they, they start laughing about it. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we watched. They do pretty good. I'll say, yeah, they ain't too good. You know, they got they, they got whooped on. Yeah. You know, just trying to um sugar up the moment. So then, you know, he he, he checked and he seen like, he said, yeah, you're looking pretty good, man. He said, um, we're going to let you go, man. I'm just going to write you this ticket, man. And then, you know, they broke it down to me. And then they did. After that, honestly, they just start talking about my car the whole time, yeah. like yeah. the rap wow. and everything. That's... Pretty much all I'm saying is just like in that situation, it could have went so left just based off my looks. Yeah, easily. They, they expected me to, easily. Yeah, they probably expected me to be like 
this game, dude. Oh, he got tests. This ain't his car. He don't own this. Yeah, yeah he ain't got his guns. And it, it, it's crazy. Like, you know, we always talk about stereotypes towards black people. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you would always expect black people to be more passionate towards other black people when it talks Sometimes about that. Not even the yeah, and it's just like within black people, we have our own stereotypes. I always tell people like black people, we have we're the most divided other than anything else. You know what right. I'm saying? You know, like obviously you have white people that okay, then maybe they're Italian or maybe they come from somewhere other from Europe or whatever the, whatever. But they're all we don't know exactly where they're from. We're all they're, we just see them as Caucasian people, mm -hmm. you know. But now for us black people, it's like, oh no, nah, I'm not even black. I'm African. Like, nah, don't don't call me black. Yeah. Nah, 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 don't do that. That's know. what you're not going to do. Or some black people are like, I'm black, bro. No, I ain't African, bro. Like I'm Indian. Like my people come from like Brazil, you know, all that. yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? It's just like it's all because of like external appearances like you know we don't ever really get to know people for who they are the potential that they have to be like and that's what bothers me the most you know what i'm saying i'm somebody like i i went to you know these predominantly white institutions i went through these programs where people are always you know the the majority is caucasian people so i know how sometimes i can be perceived to be you know some people can't even say my name right the first time you know saeed or how do you say that again or you know, in case maybe, or, oh, I'm this dark-skinned dude, I got a beard or whatever. You know, I could be perceived many different ways as well. I'm a, a bigger built, whatever the case. But it's just like, bro, get to know me. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, quite more like, get to know me. Yeah. You know, because there's so much more to me than external. Like, bro, at some point, all this external stuff is going to fade away. Hey, can I speak on that? Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like, too, I'm glad you, you said that because... Like, I thank God that, you know, and like, this is me being 100. Like, I thank God that he put me in a situation where I was able to meet him, like, meet Dez, you know what I mean? Because this is like, you know, we met at uh, Forever 21 because we used to work there and everything. Yeah. Right, and then, right. like, I'm, I thank God that me be having a relationship with him made me, you know, meet y'all because me growing up, and I'm not even trying to be funny, like, it's just, you know, I was such around American. You know, I went to American school. I went yeah. to Reynoldsburg. Right. I graduated Reynoldsburg. That's whites and blacks. No, yeah. you barely see Africans. Yeah. Right. Like one African. Right. And now with the independence, it's nothing but black Americans. Yeah. No, barely see white people. So it's just like, I'm glad I met him because I was able to see how like, um, people Africans eat, mm. how y'all sleep, how y'all choke, yeah. like y'all's car. I got to, I, and to the point I wanted to be African. Like, I wish I was African. I wish I was from these countries because yeah. growing up, all we, and I'm not even trying to be funny, like, dead ass, all we, all I used to see, I'm watching, I'm this kid watching BT. Only African, I, only close thing I knew to African was what they showed me on TV. Yeah. And, and that's not, Af that's not beauty. <laughs> they, they make it seem like African is a struggle. It's, it's like, and right. it's like school was never teaching us none of that. Right. So once I got to actually meet Africans and see like how y'all party, how y'all enjoy yourself, yeah. it just, it's it just, uh, to me, honestly, it was, it was just amazing. To this day, I still love it. Like, I just love that culture, man. I love, I love freaking East Africa, all that, man. Like, right. Nigeria, Sierra Leone, you all that, man. Like, yeah. I, I love it all. That's that, the beauty of it. And you know? yeah, and that's the beauty. Like, when you fully get to know people, like, sometimes, you know, it could be like, and this is African towards other Africans. Yep. 
because I, now I'm about to get you. I'm, I'm gonna get to you the real. You know, other Africans that you know maybe have came from Africa, we call them fresh. They're FOB, yeah, right? So now you're mm. African. Maybe you've been here, all right? Like, oh, I've been in America. You you smelling yourself? Mm. So now somebody that just came from Africa, you know, they don't understand the system um, as well as you do. Somebody that's been living there. You don't even want to talk to them because they're FOB. Because they're FOB, like y'all fresh, like y'all not on my level. Yep. Why are we like doing that? Oh y'all, y'all, y'all can't speak English Instead well, and yeah. I articulate well. Instead of getting to know that person, like man, that could be a really dope person. Obviously, they have an accent, whatever the case may be. Yep. But that could be a really dope person. But I, when I went to school, my my program, I graduated from. I graduated with this dude from Sudan. Now, if you see this dude from Sudan, I mean, he looks as fresh as fresh looks. <laughs> I mean, he still got the all over one, but like, you know, he has an accent, but like, you know what I'm saying? I've never been somebody to judge. Mm -hmm. Got to know him. One of the smartest dudes I've met to this day. Honestly, was probably one of the reasons I even graduated from my program. We helped each other, you know what I'm saying? Help each other through the program, just through the ringer. And it's just like, if I would've, never took that opportunity to you know not talk to this dude because i'm like man he don't speak english well or yeah. he don't dress or he don't wear jordans or whatever the case may be i would have missed out on a genuine friendship on a genuine brother on a genuine person just because of how they look on the outside yeah, not gonna have my own story with it too so uh when we first moved there i used to live in italy yeah uh, right my parents right. Are obviously from ghana right uh so when we came here you know, my parents didn't have the best of jobs. So right, unfortunately, right. unfortunately, I lived in a terrible neighborhood. Uh, and uh, it, we were the only Af uh, Ghanaians, Africans that, are, that were living in a neighborhood full of Akata people. It right. was uh, it was a neighborhood where, you know, most people didn't have the best jobs, you know? So right, obviously right. with that comes with gangs and all that. So, so my mom was always like, like, I couldn't go outside. Like literally my only friend at that time was Saeed and people that I went to school with. So I didn't really get to know, you know, outside of that. So eventually, you know, I ended up going to an all white school and all I had around was literally just white folks. You right. know what I mean? So it wasn't until, you know, a little more, a little bit more recently where I started diving into the black culture. I was like, man, like, this is what I'm missing out on. Like, you know, kind of like how Queasy said, like how he was growing up, how he, like how he perceived Africa. You know, once I, you know, dived in into the black culture and, you know, getting to meet all these people, I'm just like, man, the perception that my parents taught me about, you know, black, you know, black Americans is totally different. Totally different. You know, right now, like, even though Ohio State is a great college, yeah. sometimes I wish I went to an HBCU. No, because, no question. Because no it's question. like, man, like, there's a whole different culture out there that as Africans, we feel like it's so bad, but these people are one of the best people, one of the smartest people right. in, in America, Right. you know? Mm -hmm. So it, so just, you know, so so I guess moving forward, especially in our generation, yeah. we have to do better. And we gotta break those judging, curses. You know, we building we gotta break those curses. And, and not judging people because of appearance. And I think that actually in our culture, just moving forward, uh, a lot of us, are doing exactly what our parents didn't want us to do, you know, yeah. getting earrings, you know, getting tattoos, getting dreads. And I think it's good. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful Honestly, thing. Honestly, like if that's what makes you happy and you still able to handle your business, pay your bills, whatever, do that, man. And like you said, like, obviously Sims just said, you know, he came from Italy. When Sims came to Italy, 
um, to the U.S. What we was in the first grade. Yeah. I met Sims. So just imagine if I was somebody like, oh man, I was born here in the states. Who is this dude? He just came from Italy. He African. He not. He don't speak no English or whatever. At this time, we five years old, bro. You know what I'm saying? I could have got bullied. Got I could have <laughs> like, man, bro, give me your stuff. Whatever the case may be. But now nah, I got to know Sims for who he was. Here we are, 21 years later. This is one of my best friends right here. You know what I'm saying? Just because at that point in my life, young, didn't really even know what I was doing. I got to know who he was. Sure. Besides, the, oh, he maybe not, he doesn't speak English right away or whatever the case may be. Now it's like, man, Sims helps me. You know what I'm saying? So we got to change that attitude that we have, especially as Africans, towards other people. Yep. That are not in our culture. That like, are not in our or, culture. Or like even in our culture, like you said, like the like Afro-Bees, you know? yeah, like and, and it's just like even like like you said within our culture, you know, it's always the constant debate of like, especially West Africans, like oh, which country is better? Like you know what I'm saying? Everybody has their own, you know, way they feel about mm -hmm. their country, and that's totally fine. But in the grand scheme of things, we're all we're, we're all one mm -hmm. people. But in the grand scheme of things, bro, we could be doing so much better. But because we're so much divided, oh nah, certainly on we do this over here. Oh no, Ghana, Ghana, nah, we do. Oh Nigeria, we met a dude. Yeah. We met a dude a couple um weeks ago. He was like, yeah, I'm from uh, what did he say again? Like I'm from the great state of uh, the only country in Africa yeah, and West Nigeria, Africa. Yeah. I'm from the only country in West Africa. Like dog, what are you talking about? Like you know what I'm saying? Instead of being like, oh, I'm yeah, from here, let yeah, me get you hit. Yeah, yeah, or like, yo, like, oh, we all want, like, oh, it's better than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I'm from the best country, yeah. and like, oh, we gotta stop that, bro. It's nationalism at its finest. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like it's almost like we always talk about, you know, how white people act towards us that we forget about how we act towards other people, other people that aren't from our hoods, other people that didn't go to school with us other people that didn't go to our own countries and that's like but we're missing out on some great people mm -hmm. yeah yeah i was um i feel like black people honestly go ahead i don't, don't want to cut you off no no you good I, I just i just feel i feel like well, um I, and i always said this i feel like we'll be so much further if, if black people more black people would like stop this i feel like it's so much it's so much money out here so many opportunities out here I feel like everybody could do what they want if everybody come together instead it's too much i don't know what's been something in the air nowadays but it's too much like people nowadays feel like dang if he if he achieving this or then i can do it too then, no it's like then it, they feel like dang i i can't do it if he doing it like a lot of people mm, feel like that i know exactly like, dang, what you if mean he if he leveling up dang his level up might outshine me or when it's not even like that, it's like, like we're, we're that too, go. yeah, we in too much of competition yeah, with each other. Yeah, and I feel like that's where it goes into like what you were saying, like people be like, oh, I'm from God, I'm from. It's it's like they want to find competition in anything, and anything, and like, it's like, bro, it don't even gotta be like that, like, bro, like you doing well, yeah. you my dog, congrats, man, congrats bro, yeah. I'm happy for you, like yeah. I'm celebrating your achievements, like they my achievements, bro. My, my, one of my brothers told me like, bro, I just got this new gig, I'm really happy. I said, bro, my nigga, real shit, I could cry for you right now, bro. I said, cause I'm that ecstatic for you, yes. bro. I said, cause I know when you get a, when you get a good job, you get another job, it's like, I, I got a job too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's how it's supposed to be. But if you like, oh shoot, he got a good job, so now, now, now I gotta look at, now I gotta to make sure I'm, you know, doing more than hip, bro. Like, no, bro, it ain't gotta be like that. Just it, it, like I said, 
it always got to be genuine, bro. Just be genuine. And I used to say too all the time too, like this is how I look at it, and I always looked at it in this way. I always said, say for instance, like Saeed, say for instance, you're out of all of us. Say for instance, you're the richest guy, Tim, and you're worth like 10, 10 million. Right. We we all we we ain't got nothing. Say for instance, you get you give him a million, you give me a million, and then you know. You, you give you get you know as we're going we're building up our money right but if you was to lose your 10 million or you used to lose you know however amount of money you got you used to lose that we could bring you back up because mm-hmm. you gave us money to invest and you gave us right. money to you know when we all eating everybody's eating that's how i look at it like right. anytime you down your brother can lift you because he put you in position now, yeah. if you're the only one in position and you lose it all now what yeah well, who do you come it, to that's yeah. exactly you know, just kind of go, just kind of bringing it back. It's just, that's the reason why Africa is not where it's supposed to be. Easily. You know, because of that mindset that Queasy just, you know, just said, you know. Yeah. And, and. and Everybody want to be the main guy. Yeah, you know, and, and, and to me is, as people, you know, whether Africans or not, you yeah. have to get rid of that, of that mindset. We have to. You know, and, and I feel like hopefully in the future, you know, that whole judging appearances, you know, especially like in the African community, uh, that we do we do stop that because, you know, like the saying goes, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. By its mm-hmm. cover, you know, without knowing its contents and chapters in it, you know. So because Kobe still needed a team, LeBron still needed a team. Everybody wanted his <laughs> face, but they don't realize too, a lot of people need to realize that maybe your purpose in life is to be behind closed doors mm-hmm. and maybe it's not to be in that big spotlight maybe it's to play that back role but you still gonna you still shine regardless if you in the back you still shine yep. you still gonna shine you know what i mean so and that's perfect like you said i mean lebron need a team kobe gonna be a team you know your purpose may not always be to be the front runner you still gonna shine um i think it's all about not judging others because these others could be your supporting cast yep. that can right. help you get to where you want to get to um, but sometimes because we're so judgmental, we're so quick to judge, we miss out on some great opportunities, some great friendships, some great relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, I've talked with a whole bunch of Africans that, you know, are even opposed to dating outside their culture. You could be missing your potential wife because you're so enclosed in one thing or so enclosed in another thing. So it's just, you know, you never know mm-hmm. until you fully get to know right. someone. You know, that's uh, that's a great way, you know, to kind of wrap up the episode. And to anyone listening, I really hope that, you know, you did learn something from this episode. You know, there's a lot of great people out there. Let's not judge because of how many tattoos they have or how long their dreads are, or, you know, whatever the case may be. But just let's just judge them from, from their actions and from their heart. No uh, judging. It's, it's stop the competition. Stop the competition. It's, it's exactly. Stop doing that. And, you know, Queasy, you know, thank you so much again for just taking the time to be in our episode. Uh, you know, continue just, you know, just doing what you got to do in life, whether it's fashion or music. You know, guys, if you're listening, please tune in to his songs. Really good artist. You know, watch out for him. And just remember the name Queasy. And, and always remember, too, man. Move on God's timing. Yep. Yep. Move on God's timing and just stay in your lane. And uh, again, thank you for listening to another episode of For the People. And we are for, for the, the people, people, to the people, about, about the, the people. people. Thank you. Thank you.